We've officially made it to our 60th episode of the Creative Genius Podcast. And in it, I'll be talking to a close friend and longtime colleague, Patty Jolber. Patty has been involved with Pearl Collective for a very long time, first as a client, then as a coach, and now as our director of coaching. Keep listening to hear Patty's story through her design firm and how we've worked together over the years. Patty, thank you so much for joining me today on our podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, well, you know, I've been wanting to podcast with you and um, secretly I was kind of waiting until Gail was on sabbatical so I could just do it myself. <laughs> we have so much know, fun together. I know you and I have become really good friends, um, in our time and working together, both as, you know, uh, you were a client for a while and now you are, are, you became a coach and now you're our director of coaching and so um, over the years, we've gotten to know each other um, in so many different ways. And so I'm sh- pretty sure we could talk about anything under the sun. Um, totally but my goal th- yeah, go ahead. I totally agree. <laughs> but my goal today, I think that everyone needs to learn more about our coaching team. Um, and I thought, why not start with our director of coaching, Patty, um, so that we can learn all about you. So let's start from the beginning. Um, first of all, I'd love to hear about a little bit about your story and business. Like, how did you become an interior designer? Actually, you're a contractor too. Yes. So tell yes. me a little bit about how you got started in, um, in uh, being an entrepreneur and, and owning your own business. So like a lot of people, I fell into it. I had my last son at 41 years old and I had worked for another designer in town and who specialized mostly in construction, new construction at that point. Um, I'm in Bend, Oregon, by the way. And so I stopped working prior to having my son and I ended up... having people call me after I'd had him when he was about six months old and ask me for different things. And so I started helping them with furniture, with blinds, with all kinds of things. So that was, I was doing that out of my house and that was fine. It was occasional. And then I had some vendors call me and say, Hey, can you help us design a showroom? So I did that and there was a space next to them. And I kept stewing on that and thinking, talking to my husband about it. And so ended up taking that extra space on the, the space next to me was for slab and tile. And I had hardwood and furniture and fabrics next door. So we were a perfect meld of, um, kind of everything that has to do with interior design And then they moved a couple of years. I think we were together in that space for five, six years together. And at year seven, the recession hit and um, my landlords wanted to raise the rent instead of lower it. I moved into a new space, a really cool new space um and got to design that from the ground up so that was really fun and and really have taken off from there it's been such a a crazy wild journey all through 
um, you know, this is started, I started in 2003 and, um, so I'm going into the 20th year right now. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. It's been really wild. And I didn't start out as a contractor. I started, um, I got my contractor's license about four or five years into it, maybe three or four years into it, uh, knowing I needed to do it in the state of Oregon, you have to legally have your contractor's license if you are um, installing anything, even blinds. Oh, wow. Um, if, you, if you call a subcontractor to do one installation, you have to have your contractor's license to do that. How interesting. So, and most designers, I don't think know that. <laughs> but um, I, I kind of found out the hard way and... Uh, ended up getting my contractor's license. And then in the middle of the recession had people asking me to do some remodels for them. And so we, uh, we started doing them and I love that. It turns out I actually have a real passion for construction and passion for remodels. So, um, that has become our primary focus is taking a remodel from all the way from the beginning design all the way through construction and furniture and draperies and kind of adding all the beautiful touches at the end. So when you realized that you needed to get your contractor's license, what period of like, how long did that take for you to? Oh, it's very, it's, it's actually, it was a, a weekend, maybe two weekends oh. at the local community college. And then they have an open book test. So not the hardest thing. So, and you also had your background and your knowledge and, and all of the work that you've done for other people. So that makes yes. a lot of sense. Yeah. And, and really the construction end of it is trial by fire. You've got to learn as you go. Similar to your business, you have invented and reinvented and, and learned through mistakes. It's no different than my business, which right. we learn from the things that we've done wrong and the things that we've done right and how to constantly improve on that. I love that. So I guess I actually, I mean, I feel like you've been in my life forever because we're such good friends, but I don't actually know the original story of how you found Gail Doby, Erin Weir, Gail Doby Cushion and Consulting, um, which obviously is now Pearl Collective. Like how did that happen? So I found, I found Gail through uh, Design Success University and Strategic okay. Business Transformation. I remember- Which is our original company, for those of you listening. Design Success University is our education company that we started back in 2009. So I found it probably shortly after that, maybe 2010 or 11. Turns out Gail and I had both been a part of another interior design coaching program mm -hmm. um, about that same time. And, uh, and then I went from there to a, a different interior design coaching person and then found Gail and did strategic business transformation. And then in 2000, the summer of 2018, I went to the Genius Exchange okay. in, in July with a friend of mine and 
signed up immediately for a VIP experience or a VIP intensive and flew to Denver in October and, um, did the intensive and boy, was it ever intensive met you that day so that I met you at the genius exchange. I remember meeting Tiffany, maybe, um, and our team was much smaller at the time. And I was definitely much more behind the scenes at our events. So, um, how interesting. So a strategic business transformation was your very first course with us, which we don't even offer anymore. Yeah. Um, but it, gosh, I remember the fulfillment on those, um, on that program. I think there was like seven, like a box of like seven binders that came in the mail. And, you know, we were trying to keep everyone organized. And it, even though we had a digital member area, it was still definitely in the time period that people were wanting to print everything out and three hole punch it and put it into binders. Um, so uh, gosh, I haven't thought about that in a long time. Fast forward to now our VIP experience, which, um, we should talk a little bit about what you and I do for that. Um, you know, gosh, what our manual is like 140 pages or something. And, um, I'm just got a couple of samples from Gail on how we could find it differently and package it differently. And so, um, you know, our three day VIP experience is, um, intense. However, we're definitely not sending you seven binders anymore. So. No seven binders anymore. But also, you know, I love the evolution of from Design Success University to Gail Debbie Coaching and Consulting to Pearl Collective. It has been such a, um, a beautiful evolution of this business to something that is so client-driven, something that is so... Uh, so beautiful in how and thoughtful in how it's executed um, every step of the way. And I am like, I just, that means so much to hear from you, especially. And, you know, I think the, the cool part is that we can say that you've been along the ride too, both as a client and as a coach, you know, that's, I think that's one of the real strong suits that Gail, um, especially Gail, I would say Gail and I, but especially Gail has always had is just really listening to our clients on what they need. And how we can create a tool or a course or an experience that helps them with that. So, so let's talk. A, yeah, let's talk a little bit about your your first VIP experience. Like, what was your aha that came came oh through? Gosh, I think my aha was I was so overwhelmed that day, and I was very. Um, I recognized there were there was just so much that I needed to do within my business to create what I wanted to create. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The legacy of my business was not where it where I wanted it to be or where it needed to be. So, um, you know, I think I had I had two, three, maybe two or three employees at that time. I think I had three employees and now I have seven. And, um, I didn't feel like my employees, I feel like the, the, the kids were driving the bus instead of the bus driver. Okay. Um, one of my employees was so strong in her opinions. She was definitely a, uh, a person who questioned every decision I made. 
every time I wanted something to change, she had a reason why it shouldn't. And it was very um, distressing to me and exhausting. And so I stopped trying. And once she quit, I didn't even have the wherewithal to let her go because she was crucial to the business Mm -hmm. in so many ways. And there were things that I just didn't have the, 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 I was exhausted. So, um, I think that by her leaving, it gave me permission to really explode and let my business explode with it. And, you know, whether that was using new softwares, you had, you know, you had suggested harvest. We just took on harvest two months ago. Um, there's so many things that I'm still doing within the business that I learned from that VIP experience. And every time we do an VIP experience, I have another aha moment. So it's, it's really wonderful. It's so, uh, it's so enlightening. Well, you know, the exhaustion factor is a real thing when people come to us and they're, you know, they're, they try to figure it out on their own. They, or they have figured out a lot of things, but they really are ready to go to the next level. Uh, but, you know, a lot of, of people that come are, you know, their moms or their young moms, their wives, their sisters, they're, you know, they've got all of this life happening and they're also running a business and trying to grow a business. And so I think anytime it's kind of like when you're ready to really hit the the gym and get that exercise regime going, um, you know, it, you're going to get more quickly to where you want to go if you hire a coach that can, that can get you there. So, well, let's talk a little bit about us doing the VIP experiences. That's yes. not something that I don't think we've ever talked about. So, no, I love that. Yeah. So, um, you know, the VIP, just a little bit of background for our listeners. Um, when Gail and I started Design Success University, um, we were just kind of figuring out how to educate designers with things that were tried and true that Gail had already learned in her design business or with her finance degree. And then um, we started some mentorship programs and we had what was called the monthly mentor for a while, um, which some of our, uh, actually one of our coaches had gone through, one of our really good colleague friends had gone through. And uh, we started have we had somebody say, hey, you know, I'd love for you to be my co-CEO for the day. And so Gail went to Washington, D.C. and she did what essentially became our VAP experience. And she's like, oh my gosh, I love this. I love the coaching. I love like, digging in deep to the person's company. And so that's around the time that we started doing more VIP experiences and actually became Gilda W. Coaching and Consulting because we were starting to coach and consult, right? And then um, fast forward, uh, gosh, it was several years that Gail was, I was there and I was helping, but like, I mean, she was this kind of master and creating this manual and and really putting it all together. And um and then we started doing uh, virtual VIP experiences. And, you know, that actually worked out really well during the pandemic because we could still help people with their businesses, but it was safe and we could do it, but it was over, it became a three-day experience. And we actually pair um, different designers together that are going through all of the content. And it was at that time that Gail was like, I think that it's time that Aaron and Patty start really learning how to do these VIP experiences and taking them over. And um, I was so glad that you were on the team at the time because 
I couldn't imagine doing it with anyone else. Um, I know at some point we will have other people doing the VIP experiences, but we're quite the team. And, and so we meet with people for three days and um, we get to know them and we get to bond with them and get to know about their businesses and take them through essentially like an MBA in running an interior design business in that three days. Um, and then of course the cherry on top is, you know, the, the one-on-one financial information and getting to know your coach and then that continued support of the community and the programs and, um, and your coach as we, as we go through that. So what is, um, I guess I would love to hear from you, like what's your favorite part about the VIP experience, um, and putting those on. I love getting to know our clients in such a deep and personal way and really, hearing their stories and uh, giving them insights. It's, it's so wonderful at the end of each day when we talk about their insights for the day, hearing their, the, watching the light bulb go off, <laughs> the, 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 the figurative light bulb above their head when they say, and this is what helped me today. And it happens at different moments for everybody, right? One little nugget that like maybe you and I have known forever is like so new and like explosive to someone that's just going through it. Exactly. And we learn from them too. And that's what I love about it. 100%. And, And that's, you know, what I said earlier is every single time we do a VIP, I take a nugget away saying, oh, I can apply that to my business. I should tell my office manager about this little nugget. And it's so exciting to me that I I love interior design because every single interior designer runs a 100% completely different business. And yet there are threads that run through each business that are identical. Mm -hmm. Um, They they may look a little different, but there are pieces that um, are woven together that create similarities. And I love just seeing that passion being reignited um, as they go through it. It's so rewarding to you know, because we really take them through like, why did you start this? Like, why are you here? Like, let's talk about this. Let's talk about yes. your purpose and what you want to do with this. Cause you know, the world is your oyster really. And um, at your fingertips to make it what you want it to be. So I love that. Yes. Um, so as far as, let's see, we talked about VAP experience. There was something else I was going to, um, I guess we kind of jumped from you being a client to you being a coach. So maybe we should talk about the in-between part of how did you decide that you wanted to make that transition or that you were even interested in coaching other interior designers? Well, I remember going to my very first high point and talking to Gail. I remember she was totally exhausted and you were off getting her a coffee. And I sat down with her. We were probably at Universal. (laughs) Uh, We were. Exactly. That's exactly where we were. I can picture it. And, um, and, and I said, you know, I would really love to do coaching. And Gail was like, what? And I said, no, I would really, at some point, love to do coaching, you know, maybe down the road, but, um, I think that was October of 2019, because it was a year after my for my VIP experience. Um, and then Gail started, Gail and I kind of had chats about it and she was like, are you serious? And I said, yeah, I'm really serious. So I think it was January or February that 
after that, that we started talking and she and I had um, more of an in-depth conversation about that. And -hmm. I think it was March or April when I started coaching. And then maybe nine months later, I took on the direct director of coaching Mm -hmm. or maybe it was a year. And we had a couple of coaches at the time and gosh, now we're up to six. Yes. Plus Gail, plus kind of me. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's crazy how um, how quickly it's growing. It is. Um, It's incredible. So what do you enjoy the most about coaching interior designers? I love watching people change their mindset about what's possible. I love seeing them recognize where their walls are. Mm -hmm. And taking those walls and breaking them down and recognizing that they are able to do whatever it is they can dream, they're actually able to achieve those dreams in big ways by um, by actually listening to us. I mean, I had one client who was so incredibly cocky and then this person you know, became much more humble, much more like a transformation that happened. It was a complete mindset transformation. And now this person knows their financials inside and out, how well they're doing. And they are incredibly um in tune with everything, with what they're with what they're doing, how to how to run a job from start to finish, how to, uh, how to have an employee, uh, all of those things have been just eye-opening and so rewarding, mm-hmm. so incredibly rewarding. And I would say some of the coaching becomes a little bit therapy because there are people who you know, are dealing with past trauma to get past the mindset of where they're holding themselves up. And if we can work through some of those things, then we really, um, we can really help them explode their business. So kind of a little bit of a therapist hat too that you get to wear, right? (laughs) Yes. A little bit of a cheerleader. We got the pom-pom out. Um, So do you find that uh, mindset and um, kind of the walls that they have built up around themselves or their beliefs are some of the biggest issues that you really see? I I do. I think all of us have walls recognized or not, we all have walls. And I do think that that once we can break them down and get past kind of seeing our, it's not even seeing our faults. It's seeing that stuff that maybe built up from, from childhood or teenage dumb that really needs um, breaking down the, the things that we've built up so that to keep people, you know, to either build ourselves up or to keep people out, um, Mm -hmm. in whatever that way that looks like it, that seems to be the best way to help somebody open up, open their, open their mind and open their hearts up to getting past their walls. That probably is Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, 
So I guess coming out of, I mean, I sit in the VIP experiences for three days at a time and learn just alongside everyone else. And gosh, it's so fascinating from the conversations that we have, but you know, my personality type coming out of the VIP experience, I think that I probably feel a little overwhelmed. Um, you know, meeting new, my, my new coach, like I have uh, different tasks that I need to get done all on top of, you know, still being a mom and running a business and, and really trying to move, move the needle forward on the growth of my business. So um, what are some tips that you have for the, for people that are coming right out of VIP experience and starting up with a coach? Um, to, so that, you know, cause like, I think the overwhelm is like a real thing, like they're exhausted going into it. Right. And then there's this like sense of overwhelm and it almost like, you've got to be able to show them that like, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Right. hundred percent. I really do believe taking a step back and saying, okay, I'm just going to bite this one little chunk off of this giant pizza. I'm not going to try and eat the whole thing. I am going to do one thing and I'm going to do it really well. And, and I'm going to complete that before I move on to the next thing. I, I, I really think that if you decide, oh, I'm going to do every single thing that they say, that's, that's where overwhelm. And that's where, I mean, it's kind of like deciding you're going to lose a hundred pounds in a week. It's just not going to happen. Right. The only way to do that, as you said, you know, it's going to the gym, but, but you're not going to go to the gym every single day because your muscles are going to be sore and you're not giving yourself the ability to re refresh your body. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing post VIP is, your muscles are sore, your brain muscles are exhausted and you're over now you're overwhelmed on top of being exhausted. And, um, you desperately need that time to gather your resources, your mental resources. And so if you can just say, okay, this next week, this is what I'm going to take on or this next, even if it's just in a month, these 30 days, I'm going to listen and I'm going to do this one thing. Mm -hmm. it, it helps the overwhelm. I'm not somebody who can make a list of a hundred things and do them. I'm better with just, okay, I'm going to, here's my, here's my three items that I want right. to get. And so you help them prioritize that, right? Like your, your coach helps you prioritize kind of what they see that you need to do first to start getting the, the needle moving. Yes. Sure. Well, um, anything else, any other newsy notes you want to share with us around the coaching elements of your life? I love, I just absolutely, it fills my cup to coach. I love my clients. They become friends as well as clients. I feel so uh, honored to be able to do this. And I'm and, and, and grateful because it does fill my cup. I love, I love helping people. I mean, it's, it's no different than it, it, it's interior design is helping solve a problem within someone's home. And this is helping an interior designer feel more whole and part of a community. And I think that that is, that's the piece that um, Pearl Collective feel, fills that is so different than any other company out there is this sense of community, the sense of no question is dumb, no question is off limits. It, it 
we are just so here for our clients to help them mm-hmm. not just do their business better, but to feel um, part of this bigger sense of, of just community and belonging. I guess that's the word I was looking for. The bull of that. I think those are just the perfect words to describe it. I, as we were working on our website, I was talking to the webmaster and the web designer. I was like, well, I mean, I just have to be able to show the magic that happens. And they're like, what magic are you talking about? And I'm like, you know, the magic that happens like in the room. And they're like, I don't know how to show that because I don't know what you mean. So, you know, that was definitely a good, a good exercise for me to really think about like, what are the the visuals and the the words that we need to be able to share with people that haven't been inside of one of our rooms and our community so that they can get a glimpse of that, just that warmth and um, sense of belonging for sure. So let's do talk just a smidge about community too. I mean, that's such a big part here. And um, again, you've gotten to go from client all the way through to director of coaching and, and you still um, have moments where you are kind of back in the client seat a little bit with your crew. Um, and I don't want to confuse people on like what boardroom used to be versus what it is now. Um, but I do know that, uh, you have something very special with the tribe of people that are essentially your second family. Yes. Very um, nice. Through boardroom. Yeah. Yeah. So, I joined Boardroom in January of 2019 and um, had our first retreat in Las Vegas. I was crazy sick and nobody wanted to sit next to me (laughs) because I had bronchitis and I didn't know it. Um, They all thought I probably was spreading cooties, but (laughs) that said. Well, and it could just be the location because every time I've seen you near the beach, you have not been sick like that. So could have just been Vegas. I don't know. I am so healthy right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess I'm doing this podcast from Cabo San Lucas in my condo. So (laughs) I I think, I think I definitely need to let y'all know that just when we do VIP experiences, I'll be joining you in Cabo. You, you, part of what we're doing every month. You just, you just, combo. <laughs> just fly down here next week on when Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I would <laughs> love that. I yeah. would love that. <laughs> um, so yes. So we were in Las Vegas and you were talking about community and what that brought up for me was the word flow. You were talking about magic and there was a magic that was in that room that was unlike anything I'd ever experienced before with this group of 13 people. And we connected on a level that was soul deep. It was so amazing. And while boardroom has evolved and changed, um, what has not changed is that sense of magic and community that is created within this larger group. It is so amazing to see the flow of ideas, of creativity, and of um, genuine love and concern for our fellow boardroom members mm-hmm. at, at these retreats. That it's, it is magic. It is truly magic um, watching people connect on a level that just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And especially in this industry where it's, it's so competitive, 
um, on, on some levels, you don't make friends with your fellow designers because, oh gosh, they're going to steal this idea or they're going to take your, your method, your process. And yet what we see at these retreats is this sense of not just belonging, but how can I help you? How can I make your business grow? Each of us contribute to each other's growth in such strong and deep ways that it, it it's it's magic and it it really is. I love that. Well, I know even just getting to hang out with your tribe and getting to know, I know your specific group is called the Design Tribe. And I mean, when we talk about your group to other people, just because it's so special, it's like, I'm like, you guys, like we're serving, like these are family members, like they are a family and they love each other and they are also hard on each other, just like family is. And um, it was really fun uh, to get to sit in on um, your call last week, just because, you know, we had Glenna that was headed to the White House to help decorate for Christmas, which is such a unique opportunity. Um, you know, somebody had just gotten done letting um, uh, a team member go. Somebody else is trying to find, you know, that senior designer. Another one was like talking about a project that, you know, they were been negotiating so many things under the seat. One person had to go early because her family was in town for Thanksgiving. Um, it was just really beautiful to see how you all interact and, and really make time for each other. And, uh, you know, on, on a, on a consistent basis of, and I know there's tech streams out there that I'm not a part of that are just still cranking every day. So I love that. It's amazing. It really is. It's so, again, it's magical to see what was created um, almost four years ago in this room in Las Vegas. Um, It was, it was something that is not replicatable. I mean, it is replicatable, but it was, it's, it was just so spontaneous and, and yet it happens every single time at, at, every retreat that this, this almost like a soul level of something magic that happens that just not everybody gets that gift of time and people to get to collaborate and experience that type of thing with. So yeah, I don't know if we're using the right words to describe it, but at least people are intrigued. (laughs) It was on a soul experience. It was on a soul level though, where, I mean, one of our tribe members does, a meditation for us each time. And he talked about that at that point, talked about a red string that connected each of us. And I picture that every time we're together um, with that red string still connecting us, mm-hmm. connecting our hearts. And it truly, it we are that deeply connected. And it's it's just such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful experience. And I'm so grateful for it. And beautiful people and creative people. Oh my gosh, my goodness. Well, let's, um, before we wrap up, I'd love to hear what you see um, your, I know we do the 10-year vision and VIP experience. So give me what, as though 10 years has already happened, what, what do you see yourself in 10 years? What have you accomplished? What have you overcome? And Are you on the beach? <laughs> I'm on the beach a lot more than I am now. Um, we will still have our condo in Cabo. I will still be 
coming to Cabo often and probably more often. Um, in 10 years, I will still be coaching interior designers because I love, it does fill my cup, but I will have sold my business. Um, I will be living in Bend part-time and Scottsdale part-time and probably down here part-time, um, enjoying living my best life and <laughs> doing VIP experiences because I really do enjoy those. Um, and maybe even on a deeper level, uh, maybe maybe doing more for the VIP experience. And I'll just leave that as a little mystery. Ooh, I love the teaser. I'm even <laughs> by it. I'm excited to learn more about that. Uh, and what else will I be doing? I will be doing encaustic painting. I will be playing pickleball. I will be doing more yoga. Because and you have two amazing sons. So I'm sure you'll be getting some good adult time in with them. Yeah, I will be having a grandchild by that point in 10 years. Yeah. Um, 72 and my oldest son will be 43 and my youngest son will be 31. So yeah. And you'll be coaching me on having college-age children. Yeah, I will be coaching you on having college-age children because it's uh, it's a lot. <laughs> it's wonderful and a lot all at the same time. Yes. Wow. Well, Patty, um, I certainly enjoy getting to work with you uh, both in a capacity of being a client and also a capacity of being a coach. And you've become such a good friend and mentor for me. And, um, you know, I look forward to the retreats because that means I'm going to get a little extra patty time, maybe a little extra, um, sleepover time just to catch up on stories and kids and all the adventures. And I certainly hope that I can come see you, um, in Bend this year. I would love to, I would love to make a, a trip out. I have a another friend slash client that is, um, that is in Oklahoma and she's like, you've got to come. And I'm like, okay, I think I could probably make it to Oklahoma and then this year. Like, I think I could probably make that happen for some designer friend fun. So I love that. We appreciate you. And, um, you know, I'm really excited to also share the rest of our coaches with, um, everyone on the podcast in the coming seasons. And I think this is a great start and, and glimpse of just the, the, the part of our coaching team and the leader of our coaching team. So Have an thank you. Time. And yeah, I hope that you can enjoy Cabo. Gosh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> Doesn't it though? <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And I always love talking to you. Because... Well, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the finale of season six of the creative genius podcast. Ending the season with Patty is a great way to end the season and the year. We'll be back with season seven in early 2023. So we can't wait to introduce you to even more of our favorite people. We'll see you next year.